Military Matters, Faith, Chaplaincy and the Armed Forces. My name's David Hanna and I'm a Lieutenant Colonel in the Irish Guards. There's a, an apocryphal story that goes back to the time of the first Gulf War about chaplains that I think sums up rather well how most of us in the army view our chaplains. And uh, I'm told on pretty good authority, so I, I believe the story, that uh, at the time of the build-up of forces in Saudi Arabia for the first Gulf War, people might recall that the British general in charge was um, someone called General Sir Peter de la Bilia, who was a renowned, very renowned soldier, still is a very renowned soldier, albeit retired for many years, particularly famous for his experiences with special forces in the Gulf, in the Arab world, speaks Arabic fluently, understands the Arabs very well. And uh, as such, he was an extremely good choice by the Prime Minister of the day to command British forces. But there was an issue that I believe was more a political one than anything else, whereby it was felt that it would be unwise to send chaplains, because crucifixes and chaplains and all that sort of thing would perhaps not go down well with the Saudis. I'm told that uh, when General Peter heard that uh, this was bouncing around, he sent uh, a fairly curt message to the top of the command tree, as it were, and essentially saying, no chaplains, no army. I think most of us would subscribe to that, that we view our chaplains as extremely important people, both at peace, when deployed in operations, and their role, although very different in barracks as it is when you're deployed in operations, it is equally important in both environments and requires perhaps a slightly different approach, slightly different emphasis, but it's a tribute to the individuals who we get as our chaplains that with remarkably little training they seem able to adapt to those different demands very quickly, very smoothly, and again, with great effect when dealing with all sorts of people, all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts of situations, and often in pretty demanding circumstances. Although we rely on our chaplains to take services and all that sort of thing, and they're very important, and it is obviously the very important role of any priest, but it is essentially the pastoral role, having someone to talk to who is not in the chain of command. Yes, of course, they wear rank, but they don't wear it in terms of authority. Their authority is much more their badge as, as chaplains rather than whatever grade or rank they're wearing. And the system is well understood by everyone that you can go and talk to them, regardless of uh, what rank you hold or what rank the um, chaplain happens to hold. And they are very aware that they are operating in an organisation where being able to talk to someone either about spiritual matters or about welfare matters or just you know what happens to be on your mind, you being able to talk to someone out of the immediate military environment is hugely important. It's almost like having a, a fuse. You just need to be able to either let off steam or just share something with someone that you might not be inclined to do to either someone who's either senior to you or indeed a subordinate or indeed a contemporary. In an organisation where there is inevitably a degree of 
sort of a culture of being robust and tough, particularly when conditions are difficult. Occasionally, it's probably useful for almost anyone to be able to let that uh, facade down slightly and just be prepared to speak with humility about um, human frailty is relevant across the board and in different ways. And uh, I think our chaplains are, are great ones for both understanding human frailties and being able to help, guide, advise, encourage whatever's required for everyone to handle and be able to cope with whatever frailties or issues or questions or doubts or what have you people might have. And uh, it's that fuse element, being able to slightly let off steam, let something off your chest, it's hugely important. And as such, uh, chaplains find themselves very much in demand, uh, particularly, uh, particularly on operations. And I've seen them in action so often, whereby it's just that friendly comment, a bit of banter, or on occasion recognising that actually I've seen chaplains you know, quietly say to people, and actually some quite senior people, oh, you're going flat out, let's just go off and have a cup of coffee. It's that sort of ability, that human touch, in often situations where humanity is um, in short supply, is such a vital part of our whole organisation. And keeping that balance between the utility of force, you know, the ability and willingness to use force when necessary, but always tempered with humanity and discipline and all those sort of important elements. And our chaplains are a very key part of that process.